Welcome back to the Archie Sonic Digest. What a what a great show we have here today. Cause me and my co-host Aaron, who's back from the last episode, say hello, Aaron. Hello. We just had a very interesting discussion on the pre-show, which you can get on the Patreon for as low as five dollars a month. You know, get yourself something pretty. Support the show, why don't you? It's pretty good. You should listen to it. We talk about some um, very spicy info that's been uh leaked and uh seemingly confirmed over the past uh, couple of months and uh starting to reach ahead uh, in february and early january so should you should you should spend your money on it because uh, it's it's a bit of a bit of a meaty one it, very meaty it, it it is definitely worth your five dollars for the timing alone on that note why don't we just like let's just barrel on through for because we don't have a lot of comics uh this week unfortunately i'm just trying to keep everything concise and in line don't want to go over the arcs that on our reading list don't think i've ever mentioned this i can't believe it but uh big thank you to uh bobby schreer also known as thanks ken penders for compiling this reading order that i'm using because i would have no clue where to go without it thank you ken penders <laughs> thanks ken penders <laughs> thanks ken penders <laughs> so we'll start off strong sonic super special number 13 sonic adventure yes this is where all the meat of the adventure adaption is in this one super special. And you know what? I can't think of a better way to do it because if it were to be taken up in the main comics, this adaption would have been stretched from four to six to like 12. You really want a whole year, a whole year of the Sonic comic dedicated to Sonic adventure adaption. Maybe you do, but I don't know. To, to preface my thoughts on um, the super special, just a little, and I guess the adaptation as a whole. I think that the use of making it into the 48-page format works in some regards. And there's some things about it that I'm not a big fan of. But I think for what they had to do, it's understandable. Right. Without delay, let's get right into it. Of course, this whole one story, 48-page story, was a collaboration between Penders and Bowlers. But Bowlers did the actual script writing. I can only imagine what penders uh touched his hand oh, into knuckles no, it was no knuckles. no 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 oh no and the art was done by ron Lim. so let's pick it up where we left off uh sonic goes back to the hotel where the mayor thanks him for fighting off chaos zero and also uh we learned that uh this mayor's name is mayor bulliani a very unfortunate illusion in today's political climate you hate to see it the difference is that this guy is actually you know uh he's all right compared to uh his namesake his namesake leave it at that and if you don't know what i'm talking about god i wish that was me <laughs> so sonic describes uh what he fought to which the mayor says well huh sounds a lot like a story my grandpa told me about when i was younger something called a uh, perfect chaos go check the ruins for more info as nate walks in asking hey has anyone seen amy and no one has since the afternoon after realizing Amy never went back to her room, Sally divides the Freedom Fighters. Remember, 
Remember that they're here? Remember? Yeah. You remember? Uh, So she divides them into three teams. Bunny and Antoine search for Amy in the city. Nate, Sally, and Nicole will look for records about perfect chaos at the library, to which they find an old book about it. Nicole translates it from uh, old kidneys to say that an old echidna tribe settled in the nearby valley and natives prayed to their god a water monster, and unleashed itself onto the kidnas until nearby Chow absorbed the power of this deity and became the seven super emeralds, only the only existing ones on Mobius and were scattered around the globe, which that's actually kind of interesting because if you can remember back during those flashback scenes in the game, we do see the chaos emeralds like around the altar of the master emerald, but they are a lot bigger, which maybe this was a settled debate, but I remember growing up that there was a debate whether or not those were the super emeralds, you know? I mean, it's always... Well, Izuka fucking hates the super emeralds for some reason, which is lame. It's so fucking lame that he hates the super emeralds. The super emeralds are fucking awesome, right? They are, but I understand. They don't want to deal with the power scaling problem. I, I, I know, I know. They don't want to deal with the power scaling problem, but but I mean, look. The stance on the Super Emeralds at this at, at the point of, of Sonic Avengers development, not discussed fully, mm-hmm. right? So maybe the intention was to have the Emeralds at that point be Super Emeralds. And then when Chaos used them, they reverted back to, uh, you know, Chaos Emeralds or whatever. But for the sake of the comic, they just called them Super Emeralds, which is weird because I'm pretty sure the only time the Chaos Emeralds are referred to in this comic are... You mean like the green chaos emeralds? Is that what you? Yeah, because it happens in um in one of the earlier in one of the earliest issues, right? Where Sonic goes through a, 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 a special zone, right? Yeah, and he gets the he gets the emerald, and then does he go super? I forgot. Uh, th- there are a handful of stories like that. You're gonna have to be more specific. Okay, well, I'm talking about the fact of the only specific time that Sonic ever uses a chaos emerald to go super is like early very early on in the comic right like issue like four five yep, six okay. seven eight now i know yes. what you're talking about yes yeah because the emeralds at this point the only emerald that is ever talked about in this story i'm pretty sure well in the, in the sonic comic in general is the master emerald mm-hmm. there has been no mention of the chaos emeralds at this point right right and we're only like sticking to the super emeralds even as we go on which it <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. It's it's even it's even stranger when you consider like this is technically the first appearance of the Chaos Emeralds. If they were going to incorporate them into the comic, now's the time to do it, right? Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Either way, I mean, it is what it is. Put whole things into perspective here. The Super Emeralds were only created as basically like a programming shortcut. When they were putting Sonic 3 and Knuckles back together, they basically had a whole extra set of special stages and double the code. Yeah, they had double the same amount of code. So they're like, it's going to be a bit of a hassle to remove this. So let's just like add a little bit extra to it. Super Emeralds, Hypersonic, boom. Which, by the way, Hypersonic never makes an appearance in the comics. Ever. Isuka also hates Hypersonic, which is cringe because Hypersonic is fucking dope. True. (laughs) Nazo Unleashed? (laughs) <laughs> not so unleashed all right okay so shaddock's gonna make an appearance in this yeah! comic. Right? <laughs> okay okay but like 
all that aside, it, it's it's just either if if it is the super emeralds or the chaos emeralds, like inherently, just the phrasing used here is just yeah, it's just it it it, it makes like uh how do I put it? It makes like us super fans who are just like, Hmm, really activating my almonds here right now to whereas someone who's like casually reading these comics or even is just a casual Sonic fan will just go like, Oh, I thought they were called chaos emeralds. Whatever. Meanwhile, us pouring over the lore, the lore, just like we have like stacks and stacks of books in our notes. It's like, what does this mean? What does this what mean? Does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> me try me attempting to, uh, interpret ken pender's incoherent bullshit what does it mean <laughs> at the end of this podcast like our brains are going to be extremely swollen we're going to look like that big brain wojack yeah. <laughs> where do you work out reading sonic comics <laughs> no specifically reading ken penders reading ken penders <laughs> uh oh where were we so we were talking about uh yeah the super emeralds all right so Nate says he found one of the Super Emeralds years ago to make the Ring of Acorns, the energies of which are now in Amy. Sally thinking that Robotnik wants to use Amy as part of his plan to revive Chaos. And the final team, Sonic and Tails, fly out on the tornado to find Robotnik as a collection of water begins to follow them. Okay, gotta talk about a couple things. Mm -hmm. So here's one of the first contentious points of this adaptation and why the 48-page panel format makes me feel a little miffed. Portions of characters' stories are going to start be cutting out. I think that in their attempt to follow the plot of Sonic Adventure, the team over at Archie mostly followed Sonic's story. Mostly. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this means we do not get very crucial character moments for specific characters, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. There is a... We'll get into this a little bit later, but uh, the very last part of uh, Tales of Story, not in here. Is there anything... That's the one that stands out to me the most. There... I I don't think the Gamma's end of... Gamma's, Gamma's is never like even like yes, fully it's never followed. fully resolved, which is like a huge problem in my mind. Because how are you going to leave out what is arguably one of the best stories in Sonic Adventure, and is arguably one of the coolest like mini stories in the franchise? Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. The big story, ironically, is actually chronicled perfectly because nothing happens in Big Story except he just kind of shows up places and is like, oh hey. Uh, yep. Fishing, yeah. Um, Knuckles' story isn't... It's not perfectly told. Um, we'll, we're about to literally get into this scene. Yes. Um, the early parts of Sonic and Tails' stories are pretty much cut entirely. Amy's story doesn't also get the resolution, right? Mm -hmm. And Sonic's story technically ends... But that's just because, like, Sonic's story is, like, the natural conclusion to Sonic Adventure. And then it leads into the Super Sonic story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but Lost World and, um, and Final Egg are just cut from the story entirely. But there is something that is actually used from these comics after the adaptation. In, there's a little something in Adventure that... I actually really appreciated them doing something about this. It's it's kind of kind of cool, but yeah. we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get I can't it. wait. I, I love that part too. But getting ahead of ourselves. So uh, on the ground, Knuckles he sees the two of them flying overhead and follows them to their landing spot. And they ask Knuckles what that speck of light that's following him is. He says, 
It's a long story. As the water collects and takes the shape that Sonic recognizes. Chaos. He punches Knuckles, knocking out the few Master Emerald Shards he has and absorb them. Tails sees that Knuckles dropped more that Chaos didn't absorb, tried to grab them, but he tripped and it was picked up by Robotnik, henceforth now being referred to as Eggman proper. This is the first time in this design he's being referred to as Eggman and some characters still go back and forth on Eggman and Robotnik. For the sake of, of consistency, we're going to call him Eggman. I also want to point out... Um... So chapter one of this issue had really, 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 really bad artwork. But like everything forward from here, really good. The characters are very much on model. The way that they're drawn is just genuinely very appealing to look at. So thumbs up for me on this one. Mm -hmm. Except for chapter one that, that did not look good in chapter one. Eggman now throws the other two shards to Chaos. Now changing its shape to Chaos 4. The fish looking one if you needed a refresher. Eggman gloating of his plan to destroy the City of Ancients by controlling Perfect Chaos, feeding him shards of the Master Emerald, and on its ruins, build Robotnik Land, the ultimate city where he'll rule it all. <laughs> that, was not in the, that was not in the comic proper, that was just me going where my heart followed. Yeah, some, sometimes, that's just what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the boys fight Chaos, Knuckles punching the ground, loosen up the dirt, Tails creating wind to push the dirt cloud to chaos, and Sonic running in a circle at incredibly high speed to create a glass dome prison. And it works. Kind of. Chaos's liquid state filled to the dome, and by splashing around so much, chaos broke free. Which, I'm not gonna lie, that was a pretty ingenious uh, plan on their part. Sonic Heroes came a little early, I see. Yeah. <laughs> the three of them working together with the, the tag team attacks. It's pretty cool. So, uh, Eggman escapes while Big is on a fishing boat looking for Froggy, saying he followed a scent, but it ends in the middle of this river. And then a ship submerges from underneath, Big on it, with Eggman proclaiming, Behold the floating masterpiece, the Egg Carrier. Uh, you can just hear I am the Eggman in the background as he's just grinning ear to ear, just having the time of his life. The Dean Bristow voice, it's just ringing in my head. Yeah, I know, I know. We skip to Sonic and Tails on the tornado, engaging in a <clears throat> sky chase with the egg carrier. Also, side note, sky chase act one, completely cut from the story. All the interim stuff before Sonic and Tails link up again, completely cut from the story. Sonic and Tails are riding the tornado too now. No explanation given. Uh, Quasi-explanation is that like, uh, those upgrades, upgrades were in there the whole time. What are you going to do? Fair enough. Why is it a different color? Don't worry about it. <laughs> They're dodging missiles left and right as Tails exclaims to Sonic, Watch uh, this. Transforms into the X-Wing Tornado. More missiles are sent on their way. And uh, Sonic is like, yo, Tails, like, you got to land this thing. <laughs> there's no landing gear in this mode what <laughs> oh the best still one of the best moments in this franchise i forgot to put in the landing gear what you don't honestly you don't get that anymore you really don't and i miss it I know it's it like when people talk about adventure, I mean, there's a lot of really iconic moments in adventure, right? Mm -hmm. But like 
Tails using the tornado to transforming it right and and watching it flip around was like fucking awesome and then you know it's like oh shit we actually made it on the egg carrier and it's like tails you gotta land it's like wait i forgot to put in the landing gear (laughs) it's like it's so it's so well done (laughs) of course they crash land onto the deck of the egg carrier knuckles on his own says i shouldn't be surprised that eggman was behind the floating island falling from the sky to call in her light form tells knuckles Go to the city, Station Square, warn people of the danger. An Eggman from the Egg Carrier says, The power of the Egg Carrier can transform it into a giant drill and to, uh, <clears throat> get a load of this. Get a load of this! Uh, so Sky Chase is then essentially inval. Oh, well, not Sky Chase. Um, Sky, Sky Deck. Deck. Sky, Deck. Sky Deck is invalidated in uh, a single panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Sonic essentially uh, changes the ship back to its original form. He planned to drill the side of the mountain and expose Station Square, but Sonic in one panel finds the switch, reverts it back. Literally, like all of the emotional uh high that you have by seeing it transform gone. In, in a minute, less than that, but whatever. They only have 48 pages to work on. They go back down to the bridge, find Eggman with an E-100 robot, our boy Gamma. Gamma. And uh, tells Gamma, fight him, as Knuckles is climbing up to the egg carrier himself. Takal gives Knuckles another vision. He sees Sonic and Tails fly up onto the egg carrier, realize that the plane, the X-Tornado... Is it the X-Tornado? Can we call it that? I mean, I just called the Tornado too. Yeah, because now I'm thinking like, wait, that's from Sonic X now. Oops. No, yeah, yeah. The (laughs) X-Tornado is from Sonic X. Oh, well. The plane, the Tornado 2, is powered by a Super Emerald, which is bad news if Chaos gets a hold of it. And Knuckles landed while he was having the vision and goes out to find Sonic and Tails as they're fighting Gamma. Sonic dodges its bullets, one of them shooting out a light, as Sonic takes the plate, uses it as a shield, firing back Gamma's shot, severely damaging the robot. And just as Sonic is about to tap in to take the final blow, Amy steps in between them, saying, Whoa, Sonic, stop. This robot helped me escape. Spare him. Big on the egg carrier, just so happens to find Froggy, and coughs up a gemstone, which Big saying, Hey, this looks like this other gem that I found a while ago. Eggman swoops in, takes the gem, throws them to Chaos, also saying to grab the frog as it still has its tail. On the other side of the egg carrier, Tails is realizing that the ship is losing altitude, classic line, and and tells Tails, grab Amy. Sonic tells Tails, grab Amy, get out of here. Grab Amy, get out of here, you know? As Gamma (laughs) flies away on its own. This is the last we will see of Gamma. He is going to liberate his friends. Because, uh... If you see in the panel, there should be like an editor's note that says, find out what happens to Gamma by playing the game. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, wow, wow, wow. Sonic uh, runs to the bridge to finish the job, as it were. As Froggy jumps into chaos, Big fishes him out and just walks away. Wondering on Sonic and <laughs> Knuckles' part. He, yeah, he just walks away. I don't... What, what do you want me to say? Yeah, bro, Big got the plug walk. He's just like, all right, B, I'm out. And he just is like, fuck it, I'm God, dude. This does not concern me. Sonic and Knuckles, uh, they wonder, uh, who is that guy? 
uh, as they fight Chaos Six, but are frozen in place by Eggman's uh, ice bots, as it were, left to be attacked by Chaos. It tries to feed on Knuckles, cutting him off of oxygen. Our man is drowning, but can't absorb the part of him that's frozen his ice, leaving Sonic with an idea. Grabs one of the ice bots and freezes Chaos, leaving Sonic and Knuckles to break it down into pieces. Just like the video game. Imagine this comic being like the video game. What what a surprise. Wow. Wow. It's it's just like my video game. Eggman flies away as the egg carrier breaks down. Sonic realizes that, hey, that big cat took the tornado. As Knuckles grabs Sonic to glide down to the city with him. They all go their separate ways now. Knuckles looks for the Master Emerald shards that are left. Sonic meets back with the Freedom Fighters, sees Amy's alright. And Eggman goes to uh, redraw his plans with a blue ooze on the side of his hovercraft. That's where Sonic Super Special 13 ends, boys. So, okay. We gushed a lot um, last time about the adventure adaptation. But I think that, unfortunately, the nature of having the 48... uh, the 48-page uh, special kind of fucked it. It's still good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's still fine. Like, it's it's nice. But there's a lot of stuff that got cut, and it kind of sucks because I really would want to see some of that, you know, flushed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, they if they really wanted to, if they really wanted to, they could have uh, spent an extra comic, a main comic, to, like, Give those little last bits. I get it. Like, it does suck character-wise. Like, there would have been a lot of great moments from this game to carry on into the comics. Especially, like, the biggest drawback, in my opinion, is Tails. Because he misses out on that big opportunity to fight Eggman on his own in the middle of night in Station Square. Right. And, like, that's, that is, that is, like, one of the defining character moments that Tails gets, you know? Yeah. If there's one thing that, you know, Adventure did really well, it's that they gave a lot of characters who, you know, in a lot of ways, didn't really ever have personality or development, development. Like, Tails was always sidekick, right? So what do you do with a sidekick? You have to make sure that he can realize that, he doesn't need to fully rely on Sonic for everything. Mm-hmm. And he can be his own hero, right? Absolutely. The stuff with, the stuff with Knuckles, I mean, it's it's mostly just, hey, stop being so fucking gullible, you fucking dumb idiot. Yeah, and that's a message that we'll never get in the comics, thanks yeah. to a certain someone. Yeah, thanks to a, a certain someone. Uh, God complex, Christ allegory, et cetera, et cetera. Amy's was obviously, she's got to stand up for herself can't always be chasing sonic around for the rest of her life she gotta be your own girl gamma you hate to see it you you hate hate to to see see it it. we we salute to our brother you uh gamma's i guess is just about learning to be human um yeah which i mean yeah having a robot go through a uh like uh gain a soul i think is the best way to put it like yeah it's been done before it's you could argue it's trite but you know what not a story you see in sonic it's it's it still has the emotional impact that it had on me when I was a kid all mm-hmm. these years later. It still hits hard because it's like it's it's a story from start to finish and it feels well earned. It I does. mean big big story is is just him straight vibing, straight chilling. He has nothing to do with anything. Our homeboy just wants his friend back. 
He just yeah, got pretty much. he just got caught up in this like web of events, which honestly, that's an interesting character art in and of itself. Guy's just a, he's just a dude living his life, and then he ends <laughs> up he just, falling into he, like an apocalyptic situation. Like ooh, mm. no, uh oh, okay. They could have done it better. I wish they did, but overall, it was all right for what it is. Yeah, so can't argue. We are going into last story now. Last story, and that's going to take the remaining issues uh, for the Sonic Adventure adaption. That's where it gets all its fleshed out, which is very interesting. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So, without any hesitation, let's move on to Sonic number 83. Might I say, we're, for the foreseeable future, only going to be sticking with Sonic the Hedgehog comics. A very uh, that's a sentence I never thought I would have to say on a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book contest, but here we are. I'm pretty sure that there's only one or two more super specials, and then the super specials are discontinued entirely. And then we are going straight through issue to issue to issue to issue for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So your boy's going to have to do a little bit more research. Can't, can't just say, oh, Knuckles comic here, Sonic comic there. Okay, I have a generally good idea of where to end things off. Now now, now I have to work. Shake my head. Support me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sonic Speed. Go support this man on Patreon. If you don't, I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> Please go support him. He tries so hard. He has to suffer with the contenders. Come on. Mamma mia. Pasta Mamma mia. Pasta. Baba so. boy. <laughs> So, Sonic number 83, Carl Bowlers and Butler did the art. So, we open. Uh, Knuckles is in the Mystic Ruins. He finds Eggman unconscious and contemplates if he should finish the job. This is the first page of the comic. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, The most powerful panel in all of Sonic. Do I kill him? Fair question. (laughs) (laughs) As a chaos in its water form sneaks up behind them. We then cut to Sonic and Tails. They're in the Station Square Hotel. They're catching up the Freedom Fighters about what just happened. And Tails also mentions that he lost a tornado. Not to fear, Nate says. He installed a tracker on it and gives Sonic a beacon to follow. And he and Tails race off to go find it. Which, not too far off from the game, you know. Actually a pretty clever way to incorporate the uh, comic characters into the action. They run into the Mystic Ruins. They find Knuckles unconscious just waking up they see eggman fly away saying it's only a matter of time knuckles his memory's a little hazy but he starts to recall what happened eggman didn't attack him but it was chaos they sh- they were shocked to find out chaos is still alive knuckles suspect it's connected to the fact that the tornado is still missing after homing in on the beacon they find big also knocked out and the tornado destroyed tails approaches it and becomes consumed in the water tornado, and realize that Chaos is stealing the Super Emerald contained in the plane, and Tails exclaiming that it's headed right for the City of Ancients. Meanwhile, the Freedom Fighters are taking a tour of Station Square's power plant, and learn that the city's artificial uh, weather systems are powered by six Super Emeralds. This is where the Kirby Enthusiasm theme plays. (laughs) It's just Larry David like uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And in the ceiling, a little droplet of water falls into the case containing the super emeralds, and then they vanish. Outside the power plant, the people are just mulling about, living their lives, as water rushes up from the sewers and pipes, flooding the city, and from a building, perfect chaos takes shapes. This is a one-to-one recreation of the opening cutscene. Just inject this into my veins. I love it. Yeah, the the fact that they even go for the the shot-for-shot references from the CGI opening is uh is really really something special. It looks it looks the art in these scenes is also really good, especially the opening shot of 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 just chaos, uh, perfect chaos of space on the building. That is, that is when. True fear is established on the player and the reader as well as it should. As the flood's happening, each of the freedom fighters, including Nate, they're rescuing civilians left and right. Sally can only stare in horror at Perfect Chaos, believing, as usual, Sonic is their only hope to save them. He, Tails, Knuckles, and Big are back in the city, witnessing the destruction of Perfect Chaos. They have little to no idea on how to handle it. Until Eggman breaks into the volcano <laughs> with the Egg Carrier 2, and upon sight, Perfect Chaos destroys it, leaving Eggman <laughs> to fall. It is... it's, it's just it's... like the fucking game. Just like the game. <laughs> they, they knocked... Okay, the, 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 the part of having Eggman show up in the Egg Carrier again, just to get fucking one-shot by Perfect Chaos, is hysterical. Not only that, but actually this comment makes it like a little bit more graphic because in the game it's a little bit more like ambiguous what happens to Eggman after the egg carrot is destroyed. But in the comic, we see him falling to his doom. We see him plummeting to the water below. <laughs> it's a little like uh, yeah, it's a little fucked. Yeah, it's a little fucked. Just, yeah, he just kind of he just kind of gets blown the fuck out. It's 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 really funny. <laughs> uh. Oh god! So upon seeing this, Sonic's impressed, but Knuckles reminds him, "Hey, dude, the enemy of our enemy is not our friend." As Takal's light bumps into Sonic, and he sees a vision of centuries ago. Chaos was a peaceful being until the Knuckles clan became militant. Takal then takes form in her actual design this time. Yeah, I guess I guess Ken got the memo from Sega. Like, I cut that shit out right now. <laughs> this was the one time uh, Sega told Ken Penders no. They came we down. Fa- we the found heaven. the one. We found the one. And the one. It's the one time where Ken Penders is told no. Stick to the script, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh god. (laughs) She insists that chaos can be defeated without destroying it. The boys are just asking, how do we do that? What? What? And she says, hey, the power siphon which controls the city system is still connected to chaos and uses a mystic rite, as she calls it, to summon the super emeralds out of chaos and insists... They have to seal it in the Master Emerald. It won't do much good. It won't calm chaos, but they have to do something here. Sonic grabs the seven emeralds. She insists that Sonic uses their real power, as chaos only used the negative aspects of the emeralds, and the result of everyone's hearts and positive feelings. I'll I'll quote I'll quote to call directly. Our positive feelings toward each other can make them work. Our hearts together form an awesome power. Tails is kinda shocked as he's basically like, Whoa man, I don't believe it. 
You better believe it, Tails. Your bud's been transformed into Supersonic. Ah, uh, you can hear Open Your Heart just start playing right now. <laughs> I, I'll probably be editing it into the episode proper. So, there is something that um, we should bring up before we really start talking about this. And that's chaos and, I guess, what happens with chaos. Because, so, I don't, I mean, obviously you remember, right? To call speech in the original Sonic Adventure right before you go super and you fight chaos is essentially... Chaos isn't an evil being. He's peaceful, but we need to work together to calm him, and we have to break the evil and the rage in his heart. We mm-hmm. have to get him to open your heart, one might say. And and to continue that, uh, Sonic's heart, or well, no, Chaos's heart is filled with evil. Sonic's heart is not. There's no way he can lose. I hate yeah. myself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay, but. This adaptation kind of removes that from the equation. Mm. And I don't like that. You know, yeah. I mean, it's still hinted towards. It's just sort of like, that's a nuance you're only going to get if you've played the game, you know? Right. But I feel like like the, the act of addressing it, that like Sonic is not fighting perfect chaos to beat him. He's fighting perfect chaos to free him from the anger and rage inside his heart made that final battle feel really special. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's kind of jank, right? No. It still is like, you no. got open your heart blaring, except for phase two, which the PC mods fix, just letting you know. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't appreciate that. They essentially kind of said, eh, forget the, the, the stuff about chaos's anger and, and rage. And, I don't know. It's the one aspect of the adaptation when it comes to the, the the last story that I'm just like very much like against. But everything else here is like it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, before we finish it off, yes, he's super. He flies to fight chaos. He's not able to do real damage, but spins inside of it to create a riptide, knocks him into a building. Takal says that oh, supersonic might be enough to pacify perfect chaos. The Sonic is like oh, I I think I only made chaos angrier. That's the end of 83. We'll quickly move on. Let's keep this keep this ball yeah, rolling. Yeah, let's let's keep let's keep the pace going, yes. Sonic 84, uh Bowler's Butler, you know the team. Okay, so right when we're in the middle of having, you know, oh god, it's the final confrontation. And we're having a great time. Oh shit, Sonic's fighting uh, perfect chaos. Oh my god, this is awesome. Knock knock. It's me. It's Ken Penders. I'm here. Time to give you an exposition dump. <laughs> Kenton Penders didn't even like have his hand in this. What happened here? Did Carl Carl Bowlers, are you okay? Blink twice if you're fine. <laughs> what did he do to you? Instead of going back to, you know, what, what we all actually care about, we we cut back to the fucking cats and uh and and Locke, who you know is just gonna say some racist shit right now. <laughs> uh, so Locke is fighting the cat's uh, chosen champion, Razor Claw. Locke saying, hey, well, Eliza, we can, we can work this out. But the queen saying, we can't trust your kind. As combat begins. Immediately into the racism. Immediately. We, we're literally not even five seconds in and Locke's already being racist. All right. It's like, it's like your long gone, it's like your long, like, gone grandpa. It's like, he's just there and he's just being racist for no reason. And you have to tell him to shut the fuck up. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is disheartening. We were having such <laughs> good, we were having, we were having a good time. We, we were, were having good discussion. And then we have to get dragged back down to reality by fucking Locke. Uh-huh. <sighs> they fight. Locke overpowers him, insisting with that he talks with the queen. As Supersonic is still fighting perfect chaos in Station Square. I like how that was the first thing we saw. As if Supersonic fighting perfect chaos is just an aside. You yeah, know? it's just an aside, dude. It's nowhere near as interesting as the Cat Knuckles clan drama. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Knuckles and the Freedom Fighters are trying to keep the people safe. Uh, a rock falls on Antoine's leg, incapacitating him. Knuckles flies to him to get him near the rest of the Freedom Fighters. As Knuckles goes to the power plant as Supersonic can only fight for so long. Needs more rings. He needs more rings. XD. We go back to to Locke. He's talking to the Cat Queen. I'm not here to warmonger. I just want to put this issue aside and ensure the safety of Knuckles' friends. Yeah, look, my ancestors were not perfect people, but, you know, we we, we generally contributed to the common good of Mobius. Uh, you know, like, we did, we did some fucked up things, maybe. Can, the, can, but, you know, can, I, can, this, can this comic just shut the fuck up? I don't care. I want to go back to fucking supersonic fighting perfect chaos. Fuck this shit. Uh, the queen pulls back the leaves and says, What does your history say about them? Leaving Locke in a state of shock at what he's seeing. Now, there's a couple of things that he could be looking at that uh, piqued my curiosity. However, there's something infinitely more interesting going on, so I'm not going <laughs> to entertain this. Yeah, fuck that thought. We're, we're fucking we're, we're focusing on a, a huge fight right now. This is definitely a weird deviation from the story. I mean, it was already kind of mentioned, you know, chaos is technically intertwined with the city because he's in the waterways and stuff like that. Knuckles essentially has to dive down into the generator station that powers Station Square, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got to kind of, you know, make sure that he can just cause a mass short circuit. Because if he can, they win, right? Okay, so was Knuckles afraid of water before this? I don't know, dear listener. Was he afraid of water? You have one uh, guess. The answer is no. This was never brought up before. Yeah, so Knuckles now just has this random phobia of water, right? That's never mentioned before. And I don't think it will and ever be mentioned again. Yeah, it's never mentioned again. And he's just, like, freaking out while he's essentially trying to, like, follow the pipes and shit like that. He wasn't freaking out too bad. Like, he wasn't having a nervous breakdown or anything, but he's just like, oh, man. Oh, man. Water. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. The water. It's oh, like... No. Alright, alright, Ken, I see what you're doing. I, I see what you're fucking doing. So, uh, yeah, he's inside. As Sonic is continuing the fight against Chaos, Sally directs him to her, gives him a, co- a copper pipe as Sonic continues to run. Knuckles finds the control panel, but everything is disconnected. It's out of his league, he says. But without fear, he dies underwater. Chaos power radiating in his eyes, shown with... His pupils being replaced with Chaos Emeralds, which the, the view of that alone is hilarious. Like, I'm not it's making hysterical. that. But, I, but, there's the, the lines that, is used, that, that he uses are great. There's nobody but me. Here I come. Rather than the, the rest, rest of them. Of them. <laughs> the best of them. No, I, I, I just thought that, uh, that, that the use of the words, there's nobody but me, is, is, was, was definitely in character and, uh. Very, very fun. But yeah, Knuckles does it. He lifts up the thing, right? He lifts up the thing. Uh, 
The power is on. Shocking chaos with power lines that it's touching. And uh, out jump Chow from Chaos's body. And it reverts back to zero form. And Sonic, now reverted out of his super form, helps Knuckles out of the water. To call with Chaos and the Chow says, It's time for us to return to the zone where we belong. And just warp away. Sonic just looks at this scene and goes, Well, that's one less thing to worry about. That's literally what he fucking says. That's his reaction to this. Great. All right. So the ending of Sonic Adventure was always kind of vague, right? But it was like implied that like to call and chaos kind of pass on or return to the Master Emerald, right? Right. But like, what the fuck is this ending? It's literally, I must go now. My planet needs me. Goodbye. Whoop. Punchy died on his way back to his home planet. Uh, to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean it's a weird ending but it just kind of happens it's there yeah all right because the ending was so vague what uh, whatever knuckles uh takes the shards back to the floating island to figure out how to restore it which will lead us into story b this one fully touched by ken penders did the writing he did the art it's so funny too like you immediately go from the last panel of the adventure adaptation where the art is like, oh, it's okay. And then you turn the page. It's like, oh God, what happened? My <laughs> eyes. Uh, Knuckles arrives back to Haven where Saber and Spectre built a replacement shrine for the Master Emerald. And with the island gradually sinking, there's no time to waste. And man, oh man, just saying those words in that sentence immediately has already like put me like back in reality. We're, it's no longer fun time anymore. Now we have to deal with this. <laughs> we, we we've had our fun. We've we've had our meal. We've had our morsel. We've you know we've eaten our our steak. We've had our 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 potatoes. We we've had a little bit of our tiramisu dessert. But now it's back to uh the Brussels sprouts. They also just kind of retcon the entire idea of the fucking like whatever chaos chamber or some fucking stupid shit. They basically just, they, they just make the Master Emerald alter a thing. Yeah, they reassemble the Master Emerald. They have liftoff, whoopee. And Knuckles asks, hey, has anyone seen my dad? And as the island flies up, a ship takes Knuckles to the mainland. Thunderhawk drops him off. Upon arrival, Knuckles is escorted by two cat warriors. It's like, hey, <laughs> we're, we're all friends here, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Chaotics are looking at something in amazement as well as Knuckles walks in behind them. They're all happy to see him, but he asks what they're looking at. With Espio's like, come look at it yourself. Knuckles walks down to see his dad <laughs> and the cat queen. Lock, they're at this huge <laughs> altar. <laughs> like, okay, wait, you need to show this right now. Like, make it huge when the episode goes live, okay? As you can clearly see now, it's this giant fucking statue of Pachacomic, right? Fucking towering over a dead cat person. Like, if Why? this is not the perfect... <laughs> because Ken Pender's racism Jesus allegory, he, okay? He can't oh, keep he, getting away with away it. With it. It's just the worst thing ever. Like, why is it there? Knuckles has the gall to fucking say. That's quite the rock. I take it these guys don't think much of echidnas. 
I don't know, I Knuckles. I fucking wonder, buddy. <laughs> I wonder. I have no fucking words. It's so bad. So, uh, Locke explains to Knuckles, uh, he was doing some research on Echidna history and came upon the story of the Knuckles clan, the most adventurous of the Echidnas, which I'm sure that's exactly what the British say in their history uh, classes. They settled in this area. The scientist faction did not like the clan engaging with the locals, so they left and rejected the clan from the rest of Echidna society. And Locke figured, oh, it's time for us Echidnas to reclaim the Knuckles name, starting with my son. The Cat Queen then mentions that they, they talked out of the situation. It's fine, whatever. The Echidnas weren't coming to invade again. And uh, Knuckles' uh, books end this story with telling Locke, hey, got the Master Emerald back. That's the end of number 84. We are having such good fun. We were having so much fun with Sonic Adventure. We were having we were a good having time. We were having a great time. We were having a nice story. We were having fun, enjoying this adaption. Little clear cut. Something Just not hanging perfect. Out. Not hanging perfect, out with but... the family. Having ourselves a party. And then Ken Penders comes in and says, no. Knuckle Echidna racism, cat warrior kill. Fuck you. No more fun. No fun allowed. <laughs> oh, you think it's bad now. Oh, you think that it's bad now. Oh, just wait. Oh, just fucking wait. This is not the peak of it. it is. You have yet to see the disgusting wrath of Penders. I, I must emotionally prepare myself for this. Uh, with that being said, let's move on to Sonic number 85. Carl Bowlers and the art done by uh, Ron Lim. So uh, let's 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 talk about the cover. Yes, I was going to say, I love this cover because it's a blatant fucking reference to Marvel vs. motherfucking Capcom, baby! Yeah, you love to see it. That's exactly what I said in my notes. Listen, Sega, I know you're listening to this for some reason. Make some... Make... Uh, just make Sonic vs. Capcom 2 already. Just, like, come on. Just, you know, the Sonic Smackdown, it exists. Like, it's beautiful. Come on, please. I'm, I'm desperate. I'm dying out here. Please, at least, please, at least, at least, at least put Sonic the Fighters on Steam. At, give me that much. I am literally asking for crumbs here. I'm not even going to ask for rollback netcode. Not even going to ask for that. No, no. You want to know why you're not asking for rollback netcode? Because it should just be in baseline. And if it's not, I'm going to fucking mauled harder than any human being on the planet. <sighs> By the way, every fighting game developer listening to this, put rollback netcode in your fucking games. It's enough. Fuck you. <gasps> Anyways, yeah, Marvel's Capcom 2, good-ass fighting game. Glad they made a cool fucking reference to it on this cover. you love to see it. Eggman, he's infuriated that Sonic defeated Chaos seeks revenge and he's looking at a certain robot that looks a lot like sonic all right we're talking about it mm. this is something that's kind of a really sick little deviation from from adventure you know the question comes how do we wrap up the story besides this the, the super sonic stuff now in sonic adventure there is a silver sonic model that people were really confused about the existence about like why mm. is it there Right. Yeah, in the chamber, uh, just to paint the picture for the listeners. So in the uh, egg carrier hub world, before you go into the final egg, you see a couple different chambers of Sonic robots. You see Metal Sonic. Clearly, it's supposed to be Metal Sonic. You recognize the design. Then there's this other robot. This other Silver Sonic, let's call him. You have no clue what it is. There's no official name for this robot. We have no clue officially what this is supposed to be. However, 
our man Carl Bowler just looks at this and goes, you know what? For the people, they deserve an answer. Yeah, so the entire story is just centered around this this random to spoil it. It's essentially like a, it's called Silver Sonic Mark II, mm-hmm. right? Because in Sonic 2, you know, you fight Silver Sonic at the end of the game. It's definitely weird, but it's a cool touch that they were just like, fuck it. We'll use that design. It's weird, but it's inspired. And I welcome that. I agree. I think that it's inspired in the right way. It's a cool little wrap-up story, too. Absolutely. So, despite some parts of Station Square in need of repair, the mayor addresses the Freedom Fighters, gives them a parade to celebrate their efforts in fighting chaos. Sonic did it. Yay. So- yeah, he, he did it. He, he did it. But he did it. just as they're about to begin the festivities, the robot Eggman was looking at flies in and addresses Sonic directly, saying, Eggman has a score to settle with you as a missile launches from its wrist. Sonic realizes that these are guided missiles, runs away from the crowd, and diverts them into a building. Tails tries to intervene, but this robot says, eh, get lost. Big snatches its leg with a fishing rod, flings Tails at Big, goes to attack the Freedom Fighters, but just gets like a, a nice kick to the chest by Sonic into a more abandoned area. The robot responds by entangling a pillar and knocking it down. It's out, this robot's out for blood! He's, 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 he's just like, bruh, I don't care. I'm killing you right here, right now. (laughs) Eggman is seeing the fight on his systems, uh, noting, oh, it was pretty clever to knock the building down. My man Eggman's just like watching this as if he's watching like a title fight. Just pure entertainment for him. He's got the popcorn. I wish he had the popcorn. That'd be great. If he had the popcorn and the soda and he was just enjoying himself. The building is knocked down. The only thing remaining, Silver Sonic Mark II to be emerged. That's This is where we find out officially what it's called. The Freedom Fighters go to the, fi- to the site and they see uh, Silver Sonic 2 flying away. And they see a, a little hole in the ground and realize Sonic burrowed underground. He's a hedgehog. It's what they do. Yeah. It flies into the city. Sonic catches up riding on its leg. Nicole analyzes it, noting that it's a upgraded version of a superior robot and its power supply is likely infinite leaving nate to think that the only way we can really defeat it is if we reprogram it so silver sonic 2 knocks sonic off tails catches him but is knocked out when silver sonic 2's leg hits tails on the head like homeboy's got like birds flying around his head he's out cold enraged upon seeing his homeboy out and dirty like that Sonic does a clean spin dash on Silver Sonic, fucking decapitates it. Eggman loses visual. The Freedom Fighters catch up. They patted Sonic on the back. Job well done, buddy. Sally notes, well, all right, we defeated it, but what's to stop Eggman from rebuilding? And we then immediately see Eggman being shown planning exactly that. And meanwhile, uh, the Freedom Fighters leave Station Square, big separating from them, and they ensure the mayor... The city will be safe from Eggman and leave in the Freedom Fighter special, but unfortunately it loses altitude, crash lands. Nate analyzes and realizes this was sabotage. Sonic and Tails run off to find the saboteur as Eggman is in Station Square looking for Silver Sonic 2, finds him fully repaired. Silver Sonic saying, uh, 
Nate Morgan repaired me to be the protector of this city, attacking Eggman as he flees. A very comedic ending. Yeah. Eggman's just like, just running away with Silver Sonic chasing him. A nice little bookend to the Sonic Adventure saga, in my opinion. All right. So that was overall, I mean, it was a nice little one-on-one fight between uh, Silver Sonic 2 and Sonic. I mean, it wasn't super amazing. It's all right. But like what it was was just gratuitous fan service. Pretty much, yeah. And you know what? I'm not gonna not gonna say no to the guy. We have an answer to what that fucking robot was in the game. Yeah, now we know. Now I can sleep at night. Now all my now my questions have been answered. <laughs> now I can sleep at night, Jesus Christ. So, let's move on to story B. It was written by Carl Bowlers, thank God. But uh the artist the artist uh... is interesting here. Okay, so who is the artist of this? Okay, the they're being credited as Diamond Rose Studios. The only information I could find on them was just that they're just a group of artists that are collectively credited. This is not the first time we're going to see a situation like that. In fact, as far as I can tell, this is the only comic they worked on, Diamond Rose, to be precise. But there are going to be a lot more instances of, like, artists collaboratively working together and being credited under a collaborative name but we that's a story in and of itself and we'll get to that when we get to that the art is not very good yeah this is what happens when you have multiple people doing the same thing at once like make it concise why why was this necessary did 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 Archie like was it like a, a buying in bulk kind of deal? Did they pay them less because of this? Like what happened? Why'd they do this? This story focuses on uh Rotor. We have not seen him in a long time because a while ago, if you remember, he left to go find his family in the Northern Tundra, and that's exactly what we're gonna be getting at here. He's in the Northern Tundra looking for his family. His bathysphere is damaged and is slowly sinking. Rotor says he got news from the Arctic Freedom Fighters that his family was alright, free of control of Robotnik, and lived with them for a little bit. But suddenly, they reverted back to their brainwashed state, and uh, Rotor fled in his bathysphere to hide. The water's rising, was about to, and the water was about to touch a live wire. The only option Rotor has left is to break the glass and swim out. He passes out from the lack of oxygen, and the next thing he knows, he wakes up with the Arctic Freedom Fighters and give him the bad news. Robotnik is back. That's the end of that story. That's the end of Sonic number 85. That was a bunch of nothing. Not technically speaking. You know, we have a central character caught up to the news. But uh, this could have been done any other time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a lot to say. I mean, this this comic was it was it was nice. I mean, the rotor stuff, yeah, the art. Was... Yeah, we haven't seen him in a long time, so it's good to like you know catch up with him. I get it. Yeah, but it's just sort yeah. of like, could you have gotten like literally anybody else Anyone to do the else? arts? Yeah, I know. It's like, Saki Six is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like it. So let's start. Let's just get right into it. Sonic number eighty six. The writer we have a we have a new face writing uh, by the name of Danny Fingeroth. He he's a, a a more of like a comic industry veteran. He's better known for his work on Marvel comics, specifically Spider Man. So you know what? Not not bad writer. We can say that. It's not bad at his job. Ah, uh, I don't recall. It was a very long list. I was foolish enough to not write them down. Either way, regardless, 
And uh, Sam Maxwell did the art. You know, blah, blah, blah. So Sonic and Tails are beginning their recon, reconnaissance as the Freedom Fighter special was down. Sonic is just making a lot of twists and turns as Tails tries to keep up. A gust of wind knocks Tails off course, and he's downed until Sonic catches up to him. Sonic assures him, Hey, Tails, just practice a bit more. You get better with practice, and everything everything comes in time. I didn't think I'd get better when I was roboticized, so, you know, it's just a matter of time. It's a very interesting thing that Sonic brings up that specific memory, so put a pin on that, listener. Sonic builds a fire as Tails leaves to get more firewood. An hour passive, Sonic is a little worried that Tails has been gone for so long. Sonic uh, then goes to search high and low. Tails is nowhere to be found. And then is immediately shot in the back by a upgraded model of Metal Sonic. First of all, to clarify, I'll just, I'll move it, I'll move it ahead a little here. Mm-hmm. Sonic's just like, wait, I thought you were dead. And then Metal Sonic, oh yeah, you beat me. But I reconstructed myself. And this time, I'm gonna make sure you're fucking toast. So, it's it's cool to me that I guess they kind of decided on their own semi-custom version of Metal Sonic. I think uh, in canon, this is... This specific version of Metal Sonic is labeled Metal Sonic 2.5. 2.5? Okay. Yeah, because you have Metal Sonic from CD, which is the iconic design. You have... Is it Mecha Sonic from 3 and K? Uh, that's technically not a Metal Sonic. Oh. So, in, in the comic canon, version 1.0 is the one from CD. Right. 2.0 was the one from Knuckles Chaotix. Chaotix. And... 2.5, as he explains, reconstructed himself after being defeated by Knuckles and says, listen, his time will come. I, I'll, I'll deal with him eventually, but I'm programmed to take you, Sonic, out first. So I'm going to start by capturing your buddy Tails. Enraged, Sonic rushes into Metal's range, but a uh, big, big surprise here. Hold on to your seats for this one. Metal is too fast for Sonic to keep up. I know, your heart, if your heart stopped, like, call your doctor right now. You gotta, you, this is a shock to everyone. I know. Metal Sonic ensnares him, throws Sonic up into the air, slams into a rock wall, and is uh, tied up there. Sonic realizes that it's the power gem that's embedded within its chest that's keeping Metal Sonic in such a powerful state. Metal Sonic uh, decides to offer, uh, offers a little game for our friend Sonic. Go to the top of Mount Mobius, he does, brings back flowers, and Sonic is surprised, says, wait, it, it'll, it, that takes me a half hour just to get there one way. Metal says, oh yeah, I know. By the way, Tails is up there. The volcano that's at the top of the mountain is going to go off in about five minutes. Probably rigged it, but hey, you know, hey, well, who's counting? You know, don't, don't worry about that. Go there in that time, save your friend. Without any options, Sonic runs. There's no straight path, so he has to make a bunch of zigs and zags and loops to get there in time. But Metal Sonic is following right behind him, and in a punch, knocks him out cold. Metal flies into the volcano. We see Tails tied to the rim with lava rising. Tails refusing to believe that Sonic won't make it in time. That's the end of that story. We do have a a B story. Again, thank God, not by Ken Penders. By Frank Strum, who is another Marvel uh, writer, 
who's best known for this character he did introduce. Uh, you might remember this name, Monkey Con. I didn't realize that Frank Strom introduced Monkey Con to the canon, but, you know, okay, well. Son Goku's here, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, yes, it's Goku. I don't know what else to say about that. And Harbo did the art, of course. You gotta give all our credits where they do. Yeah. So we open 10 years in the past. Julian and Snively are uh, scheming on experimenting done in the shadows conveniently uses someone outside the realm to do so we can't let can't let the king in on our deeds we then move to the eastern kingdom we see a young monkey con playing with his friends but they complain that yo he's playing way too rough and his father's scolding him for it ken con tells his father that he's hey i'm good at fighting i want to train goku hey it's me goku Goku. it's me goku (laughs) it's me Hey, it's me, Goku. Hey, it's me, Goku. The guy who almost fucking blew up the entire universe because I wanted to fight. It's me, Goku. It's me, Goku. But, uh... Fuck his... Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> but his father says, Listen, we are a community of pacifists and artisans, and we declared neutrality in the War of Overlanders and uh, the Kingdom of Acorn. And listen, there is nothing that can be solved through reason and communication. Right as Julian flies in to kidnap the locals, Julian mutters to himself that, oh, his, uh, his theories were accurate, but it turns out Ken's body is just rejecting the cybernetic implants. And if this leaks out, I'll be the laughingstock of Mobius, but considers it worthwhile to do a test run anyway. He then sends the newly dubbed Monkey Con out to fight an army of overlander troops and fells them in one swoop. And Julian says, whoa, with results like this i don't need an army what am i thinking and khan refuses on account of the fact that he took his friends and family from him julian uh not liking the back talk puts him in suspended animation 10 years later that's where khan is awoken by sonic can solidifies himself as a force in the eastern kingdom but he slowly starts to wake up the drugs are wearing off and khan sees himself Strapped to a table, seeing the face of Dr. Eggman on a monitor, with Khan explaining, Robotnik, you're alive? That's the end of Sonic number 86. It's it's good. It's actually, like, engaging. We have two stories here that, like, are not making me queasy. All right, this is the bare minimum, but you know what? Like, I don't know. I got nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. And then... Uh, We'll move on to, uh, sadly, the last comic. I know, I know. This is a little bit of a shorter uh, lineup yeah, this week. Yeah, we, we kind of... I feel like all of the meat really was in the essay one adaptation. So we went the hardest on that. But these comics, I mean, there's... I'll be honest, there's really not a lot to say about them with some things here and there. So if it seems like we're kind of speeding through them... Speeding through, get it? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to make that pun. It was just. It was unintentional. Um. But yeah. I mean, it's just. There's. There's really not a lot to talk about with these. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I. I think we're coming down from the high that was the Sonic Adventure adaptation. We were having, like we said, just a lot of fun. Just realizing, oh yeah, this is based on a video game, isn't it? A video games that we like, right? Yes, of course. So now, uh, we have to. We're. We're slowly transitioning back into the world of the comics, which. Yeah, I I don't need to say anything about that. Sonic number 87. 
And uh, Finger Roth, this, these, these two issues were his only stint in the uh, Archie comics. Uh, Maxwell and Amash both did the art. Sonic, awake from his knockout now, is at the base of the volcano as the lava is slowly approaching Tails. Sonic runs toward the volcano but is trapped in a net as Metal Sonic mocks him for falling into his trap. Also in this scene, we see Metal Sonic drawn with an open mouth laughing. It is a cursed image. I do not like seeing that. Yeah, Please I, get rid of it. It, 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 has, it has the Pender's the Penders mouth energy where everyone just looks like their mouth is like, ah, like yeah. as big as possible. It's just... I mean, yeah, good. he's laughing, but what I'm getting at is that like Metal Sonic should not be drawn with a mouth. I don't need to see metal teeth and tongue. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. So Sonic tears his way out of the net, tries to leave as Metal goats him, but uh, is caught up to and flies past him. Sonic speeds up, but Metal trips him, hiding behind a tree, face plants into another tree, and Homeboy's head is spinning. Metal then shoots blades at Sonic, cutting the tree behind him, and Sonic realizes the power that Metal has here right now is kind of like when he was roboticized. And thinks that there may be a way to beat him like this. Sonic grabs the leftover net, grapples metal, ties him to a tree, and runs up the volcano. Lava begins to pour out a little bit. He does get to Tails and unties him as metal arrives and directly attacks. Sonic then tries to reason with him. Says, listen, I remember what it was like being a robot. But I really genuinely prefer just being alive. Being a person. And Metal says, what are you talking about? You gave up the gift. I have strength and power. Sonic says, well, you won't understand, so you're not going to win. Tails is prepared to fly with Sonic, but the ground gives out and the two are trapped in a crack in the ground. With Metal saying, you leave me no choice. Metal shoots at the ground, freeing Sonic and Tails. The volcano is erupting at full force now. Metal says for Sonic and Tails to leave. I'll hold back the lava for you. He moves a boulder to block the wave. You can't hold this up forever. Sonic thinks this is a trick, but Metal says no. You're right. I'm a robot. I can never go beyond my programming. I am nothing more than a powerful, unfeeling robot. And on that moment, Tails carries Sonic down the mountain as Metal is engulfed in lava. And as they see the volcano erupting, Sonic thinks, oh, I guess Metal gained compassion. He probably gained some kind of robot soul uh, after seeing uh, Tails refuse to abandon Sonic in that one moment. Tails is like, oh, well, what do we do now, Sonic? Well, Tails, let's just go home. So... They, I mean, they, they, this is almost in a way an homage to a, a certain OVA, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Very similar. Which I'm not going to turn down again. Yeah. I will. I mean, it. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. I yeah. mean, yeah, this is, well, you know, let, let's just say. This is not the last we're going to see of this one particular Metal Sonic, if you're wondering. But he's engulfed in lava. What do you mean? You'll know what I mean. You'll in know. Due time. You'll understand. You'll in know. Due time. You'll know. The story B, the last story we're covering, uh, 
Frank Strom, Harvo, the, the works. Strapped up, Khan is. Eggman says he was in the middle of invading Karluang when I found you. But, uh, I was nostalgic. You were my greatest creation, Khan. And, uh, my roboticized General Hun is gonna do a little, little bit of a surgery on you to, you know, work out your kinks. His plan is to install three transmitters directly into his brain, overriding Khan's free will. One was installed, but Khan breaks free. He overpowers the shadow bots and runs, realizing that Eggman turned this temple into a factory and looks for the power center to shut it all down. He finds it, and shadow bots come in and shoot directly to the power core and slips out via an air duct. Eggman admits defeat, but on his way out he says, Hey, uh, hey Khan, I roboticized all of Karloong already before you regained consciousness. And to the victor goes the spoils. A burning ghost town. Enjoy! And that's the end of, uh, number 87. What, what, a, what a comic to end on, huh? Depression. Yeah, what a, what a comic to end on. I mean, like I said, there's not really a lot to say about uh, this one other than, you know, cool OVA reference. It was nice. But overall, I mean, I just thought that the comics that kind of came after the SA1 adaptation were... They definitely were a little lacking. Yeah, we're lacking because it's just sort of like, oh, well, you know, good times were had with the adaption, but now we're slowly transitioning back into uh, the comic world. And now it, now it's hitting me like, wow, this is boring. <laughs> this is really boring. Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of the lull period before where Ken Penders um, really has, has his moments as his. Yeah. I don't know when it starts, but, like, we're going to be getting into some stuff, like, later on. That's just going to be awful. Oh, it's going to be artistic. And, hey, you know, Monkey Con, I think, is, like, one of my sleeper favorite characters. I think he is legitimately interesting, and we are going to see a lot more of him, even when Ian Flynn takes over. I welcome that. So having these, like, little side stories just have Con shots just be like, oh, what's happening with our buddy in the Eastern Kingdom? Well, this is what's happening. Uh, depression. He's depressed now. He lost everything. Uh... Oh, well. But, you know, also ending off on, like, a, a, an allusion to the OVA, that's not something I was expecting. It really wasn't. Yeah, neither neither was I. I, I really, I, I did not expect any, any OVA references, but, well, here they are. Yeah. Yeah, this wasn't, uh, not bad. Not bad overall. Definitely enjoyed the sonic adventure dash and hey if the sonic adventure 2 adaption is going to be anything like this oh my god i cannot wait for it i honestly i honestly fear for my life because if if they do adventure 2 well i'm gonna have to get really mad and be like fuck i have to compliment them on this i have to compliment them on adapting one of my favorite games ever on this shit fuck and you know what? We've already given them more than enough credit on the adventure adaption. For its faults as well, you know, we are not, not sycophants here. We are, we, are, we are journalists. We gotta give credence where credence is due here. But, you know, I, I, I liked it. Comics that followed the one comic where they talked about uh, giving an answer on what that robot was. Astounding. Love it. Now that we're transitioning back into the world of the comics, it just hits me. This is gonna we're gonna be hitting a dry period for the comics now, I think. And uh this is this is gonna be a little interesting moving forward how uh 
if I can even say anything about it at all. Because I don't want to just yeah, go into I this. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I can, I can definitely tell you that, like, we may have to start, like, condensing comics if there's very little to talk about outside of a few huge points, right? Yeah. Be- because at least with the Knuckles stuff, right? Like, we can just be in awe of, like, what the fuck are we reading, right? Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, what, how do we condense so much content? That really most of it is just kind of there into like, you know, these hour plus long episodes. Like it's it's definitely going to be something we're gonna have to figure out, but like you will have full you will have summaries. You will have your summaries. In, indeed. And uh well, that's gonna be for me to do and for you, the listener, to enjoy. This this was a, another fun rouse of Archie Sonic the Hedgehog comics. And uh the next arc I, I may have lulled you into a false sense of security, viewer, because uh, the next batch of comics, especially in regards to the Knuckles stuff and Ken Penders, <sighs> does the name Chaos Knuckles ring a bell? No! Fuck, that's right! No! No! Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so we're going to talk about this next time, but it's awful. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> And if that's not the uh, if that's not the shot of adrenaline you needed, viewer, I can't provide you anything else. Yeah, tune in, tune in next time to where me and Speed lose our fucking minds. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. Oh my god. On that note, thanks for listening to this episode of the Archie Sonic Digest. Uh, if you're listening uh, on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell, the fun stuff. Spotify, subscribe as well. And uh, throw throw a buck or two on patreon.com slash sonicspeed. You'll get a little, you'll get bonuses. You'll get goodies. I have a green screen behind me that I've been using this whole time. Have you known about it? I hope you have because that's what you're missing out on. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. So uh, see you next time, folks. Bye-bye.